All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. It's nearly the weekend. Here's everything that you need to know before you can get down to planning it. The top news from back home comes from the banking sector. State Bank of India has agreed to proceed with a restructuring proposal by wind power firm Suzlon Energy. The decision was taken by the bank's board after a series of meetings last week. Suzlon, which owes banks 11,300 crore rupees, had proposed to split the debt into a sustainable and an unsustainable part. The company sought to convert 7,700 crore rupees in debt into convertible debentures, which would be held in the investment books of banks. Debt worth about 3,600 crore rupees was seen as sustainable and would remain in the form of loans. An additional 1,000 crore rupees in non-fund exposure via facilities such as letters of credit will also continue. According to the banker that Bloomberg Quint spoke to, the proposal entails a haircut of 68% for SBI. In the telecom space, Bharti Airtel's chairman Sunil Bharti Mittal on Wednesday said that the telecom sector has been under stress for the last three and a half years and the government should focus on its sustainability. He spoke briefly to reporters after a meeting with finance ministry officials in New Delhi and said that the pending AGR dues were not discussed during the meeting. And there's more news in the banking space. Flipkart co-founder Sachin Bansal, who netted a cool $1 billion by selling his stake in the e-commerce venture to Walmart, is now betting on building out a mobile-first bank in India. Bansal's Navi Technologies acquired non-bank lender Chaitanya India FinCredit last year, and he has now applied for a universal bank license through the entity uh, under the Reserve Bank of India's on-tap license. Policy. Food ordering and delivery platform Swiggy on Wednesday said it had raised $113 million in the latest round of funding led by existing investor Process NV. Meituan Dianping and a Wellington management company also participated in the funding round. Now, the National Company Law Tribunal has reserved its order on a plea by a former director of Divan Housing Finance Corporation seeking to allow him to be part of the Committee of Creditors' meetings. The two-member bench of the NCLT declined to pass any interim direction or provide any immediate relief to Dhiraj Wadhwan, but reserved the matter for orders. In international news, Japan is emerging as one of the riskiest places for the spread of the coronavirus, prompting criticism that Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's government has misfired on its policies to block the outbreak. The number of infections in Japan has more than doubled in the past week to 74, rivaling Singapore as the country outside mainland China with the most cases. The government is being faulted for being too slow to bar visitors from China and too lax in its quarantine of the Diamond Princess cruise ship, where infections surged during the two weeks it was docked in Yokohama. The worrisome part is that Japan is starting to see a surge in cases in multiple areas across the country, sometimes with little link to the outbreaks. 
The International Monetary Fund, meanwhile, has reiterated that it expects a rebound in global growth this year, despite risks of a further spread of the coronavirus that has now killed 2010 and infected over 75,000 people around the world. Iran said that two elderly patients died, the first fatalities, and the US has issued a travel watch for Hong Kong after a second patient died there. China, meanwhile, has said it is considering further measures to shield its economy from the outbreak, including cash infusions and bailouts for the struggling airline industry. The government is planning to take over the HNA Group and sell off its airline assets after the virus hampered the debt burden conglomerate's ability to meet financial obligations. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended higher with the Dow and the S&P 500 gaining about half a percent each and the Nasdaq rising nearly a percent. And it's a positive start for markets in the Asia-Pacific region too, with all three early risers in the green. In fact, the Nikkei 225 was higher by 1.5 percent last I checked. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking at the start of trade? Good morning, Alex, and a happy Thursday, listeners. Well, today is the last trading day of this week, considering tomorrow is a trading holiday. And based on that, we could expect some unwinding of positions taken through the course of this week. Now, the SGX Nifty is currently indicating a flattish opening with a marginally negative bias. But what about stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today? Let's start off with Reliance Industries, which says it is assessing the U.S. sanctions implications on the Rosneft unit. The company is complying with the U.S. rules and its dealings with Rosneft, they say. Moving on to Gale, it has clarified that it has filed an application with the Supreme Court on January 23rd, seeking clarification of the judgment with respect to the AGR dues. Don't forget, these are worth 1.8 lakh crore rupees. Moving on to Sterlite Technologies, which has received an order worth 1,500 crores in a new order bookings from European telecom players. Orders range from optical connectivity solutions to network services. Moving on to the beleaguered Gen Irrigation Systems, it says that it expects a consensus among lenders regarding the company's debt resolutions to emerge in the next two to three weeks, says Anil Jain, Managing Director. And moving on to bulk deals, we have Relegate Enterprises, which is in focus, where we have Resonance Opportunities Fund acquiring nearly 1% stick at 42 rupees per share, whereas Access Bank sold an over 1% stick at the same rate. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Akam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. Have a great Thursday and an even better long weekend. This is Alex Matthews signing off. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.